Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Welcome, 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 and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the one, the only, Roberto Negro. Those of you who don't speak Spanish, Roberto Negro means Robert Black. All right, so. God. Will's fucking annoying me. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay? All right. Will's fucking Will's Will's annoyed. Let me explain to you why Will annoyed me. You want me to tell you why Will annoyed me? You know what his new name's gonna be? Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's that's gonna be Will's new name. So when you guys see Will go, let's go, Brandon. Okay. Will's new name is Brandon. That's all I'm gonna say. So. Now, what I'm what I'm what what I'm mildly upset about, I know some of you listeners, because you're millennials, you're Gen Zers, I'm not gonna call you uh, names after that like I normally do because you're listening to the program, which means you're fans. And I don't wanna take a big fat dump on my fans, even if you're in your mid twenties, late twenties. Okay? But Will's fucking Brandon. Now let me explain. So Will hits me up. He goes, when you got a minute, can you call me? That's the text. So I, when he goes, when you got a minute, can you call me? That's what he's saying. So of course I call him not when I am supposed to or when I have a minute. On my fucking time, okay? Who the fuck is Will? Except he's Brandon. <sighs> Fuck. So, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I was taking a shit, actually. I don't know why. And I haven't been eating garbage, per se. I think it might be the uh, latte that I have in the morning with uh, some of the protein bars. I think. I'm not sure. But holy moly, come nighttime, it's like fucking sludge coming out of me. Sludge, like beyond sludge. I got to give myself a, uh, like an enema, like a, like a, like a bidet kind of. I got to get in the shower with the, uh, with the hose, you know, the, the shower head hose and spray it in my asshole. It's horrible. It's, I know I'm graphic, I know, but it's just, but that's what I'm doing, so, hey, buddy, when you get a chance, can you call me? Ugh, fuck, here we go. So, he starts running down all of, you know, hey. Now, I don't want to be too hard on him because he did go take care of uh, something for me. That I didn't want to have to do because one of my other employees is a fucking dummy. And that, I'm not sugarcoating. He's a straight up dummy. And if he listens to this show, he's probably going to know right now that he's going to get replaced after the fucking show. He is. Doesn't mean I won't still let him be part of XPW or, or I still won't be engaged with him. But he's unfucking reliable and something's always up. So he hits me, he hits me, uh, today he goes, hey Rob, that's a, hey Rob, 
I go, what's up, bro? So when I see that he calls, I know that means he's got a fucking issue. Last week, the issue was, hey, Rob, um, I'm at my parents' house, and I'm kind of stuck out here, and I can't really make it back for work. Okay. That's what I get. Hey, Rob. So I, I see that he called me twice, and I'm like, ugh, this jack up. Hey, Rob. Um... My car's broke. Yeah. Now, I don't I don't want you to and now I'm doing like a thousand things and this is the last thing I want to do. And it's getting late. And he goes, "Uh, I'm I'm getting a ride to work, but uh do you think uh you could give me a ride back or you know, a ride?" And I'm like, "Whatever, bro. Yeah." And that was it. And then I just kind of went about shit that I have to do because we have a show in four fucking days. So at about, I don't know, 8.30, I remember. Ugh. And then I'm getting annoyed because I'm like, why isn't this fucking asshole just call Uber? Like, you know, so now I'm, I'm like... So at that moment, Will hits me. Hey, buddy, can you call me when you get a chance? So he actually volunteered to go, and, I mean, let's face it, Will's the one that brought this fucking kid in. Will's the one that was like, I want you to meet my friend. His name's Tom, and he's a punker like me. Oh, it means he's an asshole. Okay. So, you know what, before I give... Uh, Brandon too much props He did bring this shit bag in But He goes and he picks him up So now I'm talking to him And that that's the side story But I'm talking to And he's like Hey buddy Do you know what you're gonna do for the No Will Okay Do you know what you're gonna do on the No but Okay. Hey, did you know? So we kind of get through all of his stupid fucking questions. And trust me, Brandon has a lot of stupid fucking questions. Sometimes he even has, like, talent ideas. Hey, buddy. Have you ever seen that wrestler, Warhead? And he does this thing where he punches people in the dick. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it'd be great for XPW. You know, he punches guys in the dick. I go, that's not great. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, but I think it'd be really cool. It's funny. It's not funny, Brandon. It's just not. It's punching dudes in the dick. It's not funny. I think it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I want you to show... You know that kid, Chris? I go, who? You know Chris? I go, ugh, yeah. He does a funny thing. And he's kind of could be like homeless Jimmy's, you know, like like his his son or something. And he could find homeless Jimmy, and now he's like homeless Chris. Now, the offshoot of homeless Jimmy's not a bad idea, and I've talked about it. But the person he wanted to play the character is the drizzling shits. And he goes, "I'm going to show you this video, and it's really funny." 
and he's got this girl, and this girl, Felicia Rose, and I go, who? You know, Felicia Rose, she's like a porn star. I go, uh, no, she's not. I wasn't that girl that goes to WWE shows with signs and X stupid. Yeah! <laughs> I go, she's not a porn star, bro. What does she have, an OnlyFans account where she sticks a dildo in her mouth? Stop, bro. Well, it's this cool video, and Chris is sitting in a bathtub eating spaghetti, and she's feeding him, and he's like, she's washing his hair. And so he pulls us up, and I go, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. It's funny. (laughs) I'm like, Brandon, you're the shits, bro. Absolute the shits. So these are the ideas. These are his, his, you know, his booking ideas. I'm like, bad. Bad. Very bad. So we hang up, and then he hits me back. Hey, bud, somebody started a YouTube channel, and they've got the XPW first episode up, and it's got... Like 4,000 views. Isn't that cool? And I go, no, it's not cool. Why, buddy? I go, because... I go, with the old XPW stuff, the people I sold the company didn't do anything to get the shit pulled down. And so the stuff is bastardized all over YouTube. Welcome to 2021. I'm like Brandon. N- no, that, that that's not that's that no, that's not right, asshole. That's not right. I I know for you and everybody else, it's 2021, so any content that anybody makes, music, movies, should all be for free. I go, but that's not cool. I mean, it just, well, but, I go, that's just, it's just not cool. It, it, it's it's not cool. Don't you understand? If it's up there for free. I go, gee, at the very least, if it was up there and it was by us and we were getting paid off the ads... That would be one thing. I'm not particularly thrilled by it. But if that was the case, that's one thing. But to just have some random person put up XPW episode one and you're cool with that? To the point where this idiot posts it on his Facebook. So you go to his Facebook and he actually has this YouTube post on his Facebook, and I and I hit him. I go, "Hey, fuckhead! Why would you post?" I, I, oh, I'll take it down. But I'm like, "Are you fucking retarded? Like, legit? Are you fucking retarded?" I go, "You, you send them to our page. I pay." Hundreds of dollars a month to have our own streaming service. Direct those people to our page. Why would you direct them to someone else's fucking YouTube page, you fucking dummy? 
Welcome to 2021. And you know, it's funny because nobody, and, 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 and you know, you, it, 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 YouTube, I, I get it when you go to these hacking web mega upload or, or these sites that actually traffic in that type of content, but YouTube? WWE doesn't have full-blown fucking programming by just random people up there. And if they do, it gets pulled down. 20th Century Fox or Miramax, you can't go on YouTube and actively find webs, you know, people's pages where they got full movies of like Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs, where where basically somebody rips the DVD and then puts the HD version on YouTube. People don't fuck you. They don't fucking do that. People try. I'm not saying they don't try. But that shit only lasts for a certain amount of time before it gets fucking yanked down. You know, it's funny. Because all those big companies, people kind of, you know, expect that to happen. Like, they they go, yeah, okay. There's no real uproar, so to speak. But when a company like myself, like a small company like me, sends those notices to people, oh, it's 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 like, oh my god, how could you do that? What the fuck mean? How do I do that? I'm I'm not a billion dollar company, you fucking asshole. I I seen listen, I seen wrestling journalists, these millennial hipster Gen Z douchebags bitching and moaning about companies that make them take down, you know, 30-second clips or or minute clips. Like, uh, you know, how dare these companies make them do... How dare them? All it's doing is generating... What do you mean all it's doing? It's not, though. It's like your, any benefit that a company gets, you're benefiting from it. You're benefiting from doing something that is not original. So you're a douchey wrestling journalist. You're one of these assholes that go up there and you and you do your little fucking douchey blog or you do your little douchey Twitter post and then you pull people's clips and then you put them up. And then people go there, watch a a company's clip, and then follow you because they know they could go there and watch a pay-per-view clip or or something like that. So you are not doing anything creative except copying shit. You're not being creative. You're doing nothing. Nothing. And when you hit these people up and go, yeah, man, you got to take that down. Oh, oh, what's wrong? How could you do that? That's so crazy. That's so wrong. Why would... Well, 
I don't I don't know. It's not your shit. Yeah, but I'm trying to get people. No, you're not. You're not trying to do anything except get people interested in you. You're trying to get people interested in going to your shit. Don't give me that. Oh, I'm just trying to get more eyeballs on your product. No, you're not. You're trying to get more eyeballs on your shit. Whatever goofy, douchey thing that you got going that you're trying to sell, you're trying to use me and the blood, sweat, and tears that I've fucking done. You're trying to use me to get your shit over. It's like, fuck you, man. You go lay out tens of thousands of dollars. You go create a wrestling company. You go out there and put your balls on the line. And all these assholes that that bitch and moan and think uh, everything should be free. Imagine them and their lives. And if they do anything of importance. I, I, I don't know. But imagine how they would feel if somebody took from them. I guarantee you they wouldn't be singing the same tune. A hundred percent they wouldn't be singing the same tune. It's always funny about these people. And I'm not saying Will. I mean, he just put the YouTube page up. But it's that mentality. You know, it's 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 that mentality of, well, welcome to 2021. What do you mean, welcome to 2021? Yeah, you know, that's the way. No, it's not the way. It's like there's so much shit. You know? I mean, I mean, I, listen, so much shit in our society, I guess you could say, in the world, is the way it is because it's the way it is. And, you know, remember back in the day, and again, you got people that were, were for it. You got, you know, all these kids, I guess you want to say. We're, 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 we're like all bent, but think about the, the aggravation Metallica went through with Napster. I mean, is yeah, it, it, as much money as they make, which is another thing that, well, you know, I, I don't want to get too political, but there's an aspect of the left that is indoctrinated so many young people with the notion of you're not allowed to have any type of wealth. Because if you have any type of wealth, for whatever reason, you should be giving it away. So if you work your ass off and acquire any type of wealth, how dare you 
How dare you? How dare you? I mean, I mean, it's it's like, how how dare you? So you sit there and you and you make fucking widgets, and and you you know work your ass off and you make widgets year after year, and every year your widget company makes forty thousand dollars, and you're a hardworking widget maker, and everybody pats you on the back, and then the next year all of a sudden you make eighty thousand dollars. You're well, okay, you're doing a little bit better. And you keep inching up, inching up, and before you know it, you're making two, three, four, five million dollars making widgets. Now all of a sudden you're an asshole. Now all of a sudden you make too much money. Oh, you make too much money. What about us? What do you mean, what about you? Well, where's our money? For what? Well, you have too much of it. We want your money. Oh, so you want my money. You want my fucking money. The money that I worked hard for. <laughs> I I came up with something. I created something called a widget. I marketed it. I busted my ass. I took the risk. And now I'm making money with it. And, and you want it? Why? Because you're a fucking asshole? That's why? Because you, you, you haven't worked hard? You haven't been innovative. You haven't been creative. You haven't got lucky. So damn me. And the left somehow is indoctrinated so many of our young people into believing that. So many of our young people into believing that. You know, like I was saying with Metallica and Napster. So basically Metallica said, hey man, like all of these people are, are stealing our shit. Th- those are all record sales. That, that That's all, that's business. And everybody went, fuck you. You got too much money. And nobody else in the record industry backed them up. And here we are. How many years later? Here we are. How many years later? And now everybody goes, damn. Huh. I guess Lars Ulrich was right. Sure, he's a dude sitting there drinking fucking wine, talking about his $50 million in paintings that were sold. But guess what? Guess what? Okay? But guess what? They started in San Francisco and they created music that people wanted to hear and they busted their ass and they created songs and for people to shit on them is 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 unfathomable. And when Jack Meoff says, to be fair, Metallica ended up destroying Napster. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point being that whole stealing music became acceptable. 
because everybody laughed at Metallica. Everybody just kind of threw their arms up at Metallica. They basically went, oh, you greedy assholes. You know how many you know how many people I've seen like in the wrestling community that does art or do, they do pictures and I've seen them put out on their Facebook, "Hey guys, for any of you that use any of my photos to make any of these wrestlers, you know, like uh, uh, pins or patches or a t-shirt. I- I'd like, you know, a little credit here. Well, why? Well, why? 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 What? What's up, millennial? What's up, Gen Zer? You want credit? You Why? What? What's the problem? You made something that is now being used. By countless people, and you're not being compensated. You're not having your ego stroke. You're you're basically getting no recognition. Oh, gee, that sucks. Like I said, people don't, you know, uh, uh, you know, people when you create something. People don't want to not get anything for it. Again, it's like you working somewhere. And somebody goes, hey, you know what? I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe uh, I'm just not going to pay you this week. Well, why? I don't know. Fucking give it. Give me some. Give me some free shit. (laughs) You know, again, it's. It's it's mind blowing. It's as Will would say, 2021. And cold narc, you're a hundred percent right. But ten bucks a month, you're at least getting something. You know what I'm saying? You're at least getting something. You're at least, you're at least as a, as somebody creating something, rather you're a studio, rather you're a musician, rather you're a wrestling company, you're you're at least getting something. You're at least saying, hey guys, uh, you know, hey, throw me fucking $10 a month, throw me $9 a month and I'll give you all this shit. Really getting something. You know, give me something. <laughs> give me something. And again, just like people, you know, just like people scoffed at Metallica and that eventually led to, uh, you know, oh, fuck, free music. Hey, that's the way it is. Same thing with porn. Same thing with porn. Started out down that slippery slope. Now, 
So you can't charge for porn. You, I mean, you can. Nobody really pays for it. And the kids of today, those millennial Gen Zers, they have no idea about paying for porn. They had no concept. It's like, hey, man, yeah, for uh, $10, you could join this. $10 for what? Well, this porn. Why? I go on my, my phone and I get it for free. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Again, it's free. I know. I'm I, I, going off on a tangent. But it's just XPW episode one. And the fact that Will, willy-nilly, Put the goddamn thing up and went, well, you know, it is what it is. Well, you know, it's not good, not cool, but he did take it down. So Brandon did take it down. Brandon did take it down. So God bless him. Anyways. And there's my little rant. I t- listen, if you're new to the show, if you're brand new to the show, you're going, well, this is different. And if you're not new to the show, you're like, all right. Fucking Rob went off on one of his, t- at least it wasn't about COVID. At least. <laughs> yeah. And yes, you're right, outlaw. I listen to, I will listen to uh, music on YouTube. I listen to music on YouTube. Um, I know I have like Apple iTunes or I got one of those things. Do I, do I, do I buy every goddamn song? But of course not. Because I, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't think there's a lot of good music out there. So, yeah, I'll go on YouTube and I'll listen to the songs on the YouTube page. You know, I'll go to, you know, Metallica's YouTube page or, or uh, you know, I don't know, Korn's, whoever's their sanctioned YouTube page where they got all their videos and all their bullshit. And, yes, I do skip the fucking ad. When it says skip the ad, fuck you ad, skip. <laughs> and then I go. Fuck you. So I do that. But anyways, Will took it down and that's that. So And why I bring this up because I will I'm not going to do it now. I'm not gonna because I'm I'm fucking tired <laughs> and I want to get through Sunday and I want to you know kind of get this in the books and I want to be uh, um, I want to get tickets on sale for the January show. I'd like to try to get it by next week or the week after. I'm in that final stage of uh, uh, putting together the. Um, the California show.
That's what it's called, California. If you've gone to the website, you've seen it. But I preference it all with, come next week, I will be fucking blasting motherfuckers that have our shit up and I'm not getting anything from it. And I don't want to listen to any of you bitch and moan about it. I don't give a fuck. So, I'm throwing it out there. It's Rob Black's Rob Black Show. Now, I'm going to Cartoon Cat because some of you don't like Longhorns. So, we're going to Cartoon Cat. When we come back, let's... uh. I don't even know what the fuck. I got 8 billion things. I know a lot a lot of fuckery tonight. A lot of fuckery. Be right back. Well, the sun goes down and the evening comes And you're all alone in the darkness Hoping what you find is harmless And you're losing all your breath well, that old cat's gonna bite your head off and then you'll die so slowly That escalated quickly, but you can't outrun your death He's the cartoon cat, the one and only cartoon cat Killing everybody's tap to win back He's the one and only cartoon cat Cartoon Cat, 
long horse. That is the that long horse is a thousand times better. Uh, Eric likes Cartoon Cat's ending with the techno breakdown. Hmm. You know, it's funny, uh, jacking me off said, uh, and it kind of reminded me of the new, uh, uh, Atlanta Braves got canceled earlier this year and had the all-star game stolen. Now they're world champs. What the fuck? Can't make this up. Yeah, I know. And not only that, not only that, what, what, two games ago, they're doing uh, the tomahawk chomp. Ah, and then you got Trump there, and everybody's like, "Who invited Trump? Who invited Trump? Where's Trump? Why invited Trump? Where's going to Donald Trump? Why did Donald Trump?" You know, it's funny. I saw more people, and I'll see if this goes under the radar with some of you. I saw more people distraught that Trump was at the Atlanta Braves World Series game. Versus O.J. Simpson being at the Bills game Sunday. Fucking O.J. was at the Bills game. He was in somebody's luxury suite. O.J. Fucking O.J. And not a peep. Not a peep. There, There wasn't a collective outrage... Across the internet, there wasn't a collective outrage from the CNNs to MSNBC. Fucking OJ. OJ with the badge on. He's got the lanyard thing. Like, obviously, he was invited there. Obviously, somebody was like, hey, let's fucking call OJ up. See if he wants to go to the Bills Miami game. Have him hang out. And OJ's out there waving the fans. What's up? Fucking OJ. <laughs> fucking OJ. Just killing motherfuckers. Just killing them. And not a single person gave a fuck. But fucking Trump, the ex-president of the United States that was voted by half the country, half racists, okay, half the racist country, who, by the way, by the way, if the election was held today, millions and millions of people that uh, voted for Biden said they'd vote for Trump right now. But uh, we're not going to get too political here. That was a big story. Who invited Trump? How the God damn it, Trump is there. How could this happen? And there's fucking OJ. What's up? Fucking the juice. <laughs> The fucking juice. I'm, I'm listen. You can't, you can't make, you can't make that shit up. Can't make the fact that the juice was loose and killing motherfuckers. But people are upset about Trump. But, but that swings me. And I don't want to, again, get too political because it's about wrestling. And it's about Sunday. It's about rebirth. It's about buying tickets. And if we have any new fans 
they might be getting turned off right now. They might be like, this is, this is too political. This is too, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. Well, you might not like this. Have you gotten a chance to see the uh, Colin Caberjack documentary or, or the movie that's on? Where he's talking about the NFL combine being, you know, like a slave auction. <laughs> and again, this this is completely like you go from Dave Chappelle talking about trans. That's the proper word, right? Trans. Now, you could say it was off color you could say it was you know it, it was it was harsh you could say he spoke truth I, whatever i mean it, it really is a debatable thing because the whole trans debate is an actual debate it's one thing to go i don't like you cuz you're trans i don't like you because of you know uh, 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 your your feelings. I don't, I don't. It's another to just go okay, and then debate biology. Two totally different things. Two totally different things. That's why I think the trans conversation is a little bit more nuanced. I I think it's a it's a little bit more nuanced. I think trans in sports is a little bit more nuanced they're 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 more nuanced it's not just oh this is how i feel and you all must accept it and this is the way it is and yeah okay move on it's a little bit more nuanced but this isn't a goddamn trans conversation but the point being the outrage over that versus Colin Kaepernick comparing the NFL combine to slavery and, and, and a slave auction. Jesus, really? and this is and this is pushed out there. And the thing that always kind of gets lost in that special sauce is that Colin Kaepernick wasn't a good quarterback. Now you could debate. Oh, well, he's just as good as this backup, or he's just as good as that backup, and that backup has a job. Okay. Well, the NFL blacklisted him. Well, I don't know if you could say the NFL blacklisted him. There's all sorts of players that are not playing in the NFL anymore. That have been ostracized from the NFL. Coaches. John Gruden. And then there's players that aren't. So you have someone like Ray Lewis. Who was involved in a homicide. Like a fucking cover up. At a party. Then he's in the Hall of Fame. It's kind of like, eh, not that big of a deal. But then you got someone like Ray Rice who punches his girlfriend in the face 
It's on camera. And it's like, all right, dude, you're done forever. Goodbye. I mean, you know. I think you could have this debate again all day. Why does this player get to be? Why does Pete Rose? Why is Pete Rose banished for life? You gonna tell me? That playing on steroids, you know, performance enhancing drugs, breaking all sorts of records, altering the history books of baseball forever. That? Like, legit. That? Isn't, you know, in that same kind of ballpark? A Roger Clemens, you know, I mean, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez. I mean, you have that whole steroid era. Rafael Palmero. They've altered the history books of baseball forever. Straight up cheaters. They're either in the Hall of Fame, they're either still uh, uh, coaching, they're, I mean, or, or, or uh, 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 commentating, I don't know, the list goes on and on. P. Rose, big pile of shit. Double D said Canseco. Yeah, but Canseco, I think, kind of... Didn't do himself any good because he's kind of, you know, he kind of, life after baseball. Eh. I'm just talking about the guys that are still revered. The guys that are still, you know, part of teams. Mark McGuire, I think, is a batting coach. But, again, I don't want to go too far off. And I think Mehoff made the point that Kaepernick was in the Super Bowl because he came in for an injured Alex Smith in week 10. I mean, he was never that good of a quarterback. That's just factual. But to straight up put out stuff comparing... The NFL Combine. Let's not forget. It's not just a bunch of black guys being poked and prodded. I think every single one of us by now has seen the most famous Combine picture in the history of the Combine. We all know what picture that is. Come on, you all know. What's the most famous picture from the NFL Combine that is now put up as an inspiration to every single football player from the age of, you know, Pop Warner 
uh, getting ready to go into the draft. What's that picture? Tom Brady in his fucking boxer shorts looking anything <laughs> not even on a map not not even in a ballpark absolutely nowhere know how resembling and we could argue this all day the greatest quarterback that's ever fucking played the game and you could sit there and talk about coaching. You could talk about teammates. But a guy that's in his mid-40s still winning. And not just winning, but winning fucking Super Bowls. So here's this combine that Colin Kabernack is talking about being like a slave trade, but yet you got you got your your you got your fair share of white boys being poked and prodded. So it's only like slavery to the black folk. Right? And obviously, and obviously as the cold narc points out, Kaepernick participated in the slave trade. He participated in the combine. And remember, you don't have to be involved in the combine. There's players that sit out. There's players that uh, uh, I, I, a bunch of different quarterbacks in the history of the combine have sat out the combine and opted for a private screening, as they would call it, or a private tryout or, or showcase. You don't have to participate. It's voluntary. So at some point, Kaepernick said, oh, I got to go to the combine. That's what you do if you want to get drafted, if you want to make big money. Imagine, and, and you know, you got to think when people talk about Kaepernick and all oh, the NFL blacklisted him. And you, do you ever think that maybe, just maybe, there's a fair share of players that maybe not publicly, but maybe behind closed doors? Said, fuck this guy. Yeah, no, seriously, did you ever think of that? And that doesn't mean that these uh, black players are Uncle Toms or whatever derogatory term is used. For someone that doesn't 
stand on the side of one of their fellow black men or black women. But you ever think maybe some of those players like, fuck this dude. Think about how many of these players came from nothing. Think about how many of these players came from absolutely fucking nothing. And the skill, the gift they were given was to play sports. Rather, it was basketball or football or baseball, boxing. But they were given this gift. And in high school, their high school coach said to them, Hey man, if you keep this up, if you keep performing like this, if you do good in school, if you don't fall in with the shitty crowd, you got a chance of getting a full scholarship to a Division I school. And you're good enough to be a star. And you're good enough to make it in the NFL. There's more than enough coaches that embraced these kids when they were 16 and 17 years old. And you've got these kids... Some come from good homes, good, hardworking folks. Others that come from broken homes. And it's not just black. It's also white. But we're focusing on black students because Kaepernick is talking about slavery. And about the combine and and this notion of, of equating something that's voluntary to being a slave. Where there was no volunteer. You were a fucking slave. You were treated like an animal. You were sold off like a piece of meat. And you're equating that with kids going, holy shit, I just got a scholarship to UCLA. Holy shit, I just got a scholarship to USC. Holy shit, I just got a scholarship to Syracuse University. Oh my God, Syracuse University is not the greatest (laughs) of college programs. At times they were okay, but I'm Donovan McNabb. And now I just graduated or or opted out, went into the draft, had a bunch of fans boo because they wanted the Eagles to pick someone else. But nonetheless... I got drafted and I made millions of dollars. Just maybe some of these players went to their coaches. Maybe they went to their GMs and they said, hey man, I'm a no if if you are thinking about bringing in Cabernet. You don't know that. You, you you have no idea if to to say that every black athlete in the NFL stood by Colin Kaepernick is bullshit. It, that that's treating you know black football players as monolithic. It's 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 wrong. 
And to say that he was blacklisted by uh, the NFL, by the white NFL owner, ah, bullshit. I think you had a lot of players that were like, fuck him. He didn't have to do any of this. He didn't have to be part of the draft. He didn't have to do any, he didn't have to do this. We all elected to be part of the NFL because we all wanted to provide a better life for our families. We wanted to provide a better life for our moms, for our dads, for our wives, for our girlfriends, for our sisters. You know how many of these players... have laid out tens of millions of dollars for their families to create better lives for them. And you're going to tell that player, hey man, you, you feel like a slave, right? He'd probably look at you and punch you in the face. And be like, nah, bro. I feel like a motherfucking millionaire. That's what I feel like. And I feel fortunate that I have these skills. So... You know, again, not to go off in a crazy tangent. It's no different when that crowd, that group, kind of points the fingers in the wrestling business. They're like, oh, yeah, man. It's like no black champions. There's just, you know, and it's just the wrestling business is just racist and. You know, it's your turn, man. Yeah. And, it, and, and you know, just like, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's deeper. It's deeper than that type of shit. There, there's, there, you know, especially in the entertainment business, you got to have fucking talent. You got to have fucking talent. You got to be able to entertain. You got to be able to act. In football and in baseball, boxing, basketball, you got to be able to play. You got to be able to be good. And the great thing about sports, yeah, it's been infiltrated by that woke culture as it pertains to kind of social issues. But it still hasn't been infiltrated to the point of, well, we're going to give you this job or we're going to make you the wide receiver. We're going to make you a quarterback because of this. We're going to make you because it's you deserve it. Why do you deserve it? Well, you've been here long enough. You've been on the team long enough. At least in sports, somebody gets a gig. And at some point, if they deserve it or they don't deserve it, it gets flushed out. And they get benched. And then they kind of drift off into obscurity. So, Cabernac... just won't go away. 
than the fact that Netflix puts out this bizarro propaganda. And let's face it. If Cabernac had scary talent, seriously, if he had scary fucking talent, he'd be playing in the NFL. If he had scary fucking talent, he would be playing in the NFL. Because a lot of these people that I mentioned that have had trouble pasts that still played in the NFL is because they were fucking amazing. End of story. So, anyways. Cabernet Doc, horrible. It's Rob Black's Rob Black Show. We'll be right back. Don't fucking go away. Don't be, don't be, don't be Will. Don't be Brandon. Extreme Gifts. From pop culture gifts to adult fun. T-shirts, mugs, socks, fun, topical gifts for all ages. Then there's mature fun, massage lotions, naughty games, toys, and lingerie. Extreme Gifts specializes in Delta 8 CBD, cartridges, edibles, vaporizers, and vaping liquids. The selection of glass products is amazing. From Kratom, Kava, Flower, and so much more. Extreme Gifts. 1694 Penfield Road. Next to the original Steve. Rob Black, Rob Black Show. Oh, I just... Jesus. Did you guys... Did you guys see this? Tony Khan posted, John Moxley has allowed me to share this with you. He's entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts his focus to recovery. John is making a very brave choice to get help, and we're embracing his choice and supporting him however we can. I am proud to call John a friend, and like many of you, I'm also a fan of Mox. And look forward to a time in the future when he is eventually ready to return to the ring. Until then, thank you for supporting John and respecting his privacy at this time. If you are a loved one and need help, if you or a loved one need help, please reach out to Shamshah's National Helpline. Is is GCW going to have him drop the belt? Or is he going to rehab as the GCW world champion? Is that wrong? Am I making a wrong joke? I and I'm 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 sorry. I'm not. Oh Jesus, I'm going to get heat. I know I'm going to get heat. I'm sorry. I'm not making a joke out of Mox's Problem or sobriety or lack of. I'm not making a joke, okay? 
Is it too soon? It's too soon, right? One of the wrestling journalists. Mox is an absolute class act. In more ways than you'll ever know. It's like he's talking to me. Wishing the best for him and Renee. And good on him for being okay with Tony. Putting it out there. So maybe some people can learn from his experience. Addiction is a mental illness. Not a personal failing. Oh. Addiction is a mental illness. So if you're an alcoholic, it's a mental illness. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm So if you partake in a little a little too much spirits, that's a mental illness. Okay. I don't know what to say about that. I know Cold Narc said I thought it was a disease. I thought it was a disease too. It is not. It's a mental illness. Hmm. So I'm not making fun of Mox. Relax, guys. Don't don't start getting the woke brigade to go against me. Stop. I'm not making fun of Mox. Absolutely not. I was just wondering about the GCW uh, world title. That be listen. Truthfully, you want to know something? Uh, I, I, that would that would that would be my luck. That would be my luck. We do uh, we do rebirth. I put the. Uh, Belt on, uh, um, I put the belt on somebody, and then like a week later, they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to fucking rehab." Because when you go to rehab, that's it. You're you're gone. I mean, if you go to real rehab, if you go to like James Hetfield rehab, where you're you're fucking you're gone. You're fucking gone. And he did good, but remember, he fell off the wagon. And they had to cancel the tour, what, last year? Pre-COVID. And he had to go back into rehab. But if you guys remember, remember some kind of monster? The one month turned into three months, turned into like a year. This motherfucker was gone. Now, I don't know if Moxley will be gone for a year, but if he's going to real rehab... Like, if he really has a true mental illness, and that mental illness is drugs and alcohol. He's going to be going somewhere for a lot longer than 30 days. Double D said 90 days. Yeah, like fucking three months. That 30-day bullshit, or two, all that is, is to kind of break your pattern of drinking. And, and I and listen, I don't talk like this lightly. And, and, and let me, let me again, throw it out there. I know we're, we've, we've gone a little different on tonight's show. We've gone from piracy and uh, Will, a.k.a. Brandon. 
We then went to Colin Kaepernick and slavery. And now we're talking rehab. My brother's an alcoholic. My uncle died of alcoholism. Um, my mom's dad is an al- or died of alcoholism. And my mom will tell you straight up that if she wasn't careful, she could be an alcoholic. She could drink vodka every fucking night. I haven't had a drink in... Jesus. Let's see. Brock is two. Or a little more than two. And I didn't drink when Catherine was pregnant. So you got to add nine months. So that's two years, nine months. I haven't had a drink in three years. Legit. I haven't had a drink in three years. Because I can't. Yeah, three years. I can't just have one drink. I have to drink to get fucked up. I can't just have one drink on the weekend. You know, somebody goes, oh, I, I, I drink uh, on Saturdays. That's when I, I can't. Because I'll drink on a Saturday. And then that turns into a Sunday. And then that turns into a Monday. And then before you know it, I'm drinking every day. So I know I can't fucking drink. Now, can I fall off? Like, like if I decided uh, next week, I'm going to get fucking lit. Can I do that? Yes. Does that mean the next day I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, give me booze, give me booze? No. But the part in me, that OCD in me, that goes, yeah, but if I do that, then I can't say I haven't drank in three years. Then I have to say, oh, I drank uh, two days ago. So that OCD in me goes, oh, I don't want to fucking blow that. You know what I mean? So that OCD in me doesn't doesn't want to do that because then it's like, I got to start over. I don't want to start over. So when I'm talking about Moxley, and it seems like I'm making light of it, I'm not necessarily making light of it. I'm just talking about it as somebody that, that, that's been there, and I know what it's like. Now, I didn't do no rehab. I didn't need that. But I understand the pattern. So... All rehab does is it takes you out of that environment and breaks that cycle. So it it it, it kind of snaps that thing in your brain that goes, okay, I get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and then I do this routine. Bang, 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 bang. I come home at 5. 
I get my, you know, my IPA or I get my fucking double glass of uh, gin and tonic. And then two hours later, dinner is cooked and then there. And then you do that day after day after day. And now you're in that routine. So you got to break that routine. So here's Moxley. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to, I do my AEW show on this day. I do my GCW indie show where I, you know, and now, you know, again, I don't exactly know what's in his head, but here's the guy that came from that world. You come from that world. And that world meaning hanging out with the boys, drinking, partying, wrestling, not giving a fuck. And now you go into a very sterile world of, all right, I'm, I'm only going to work X amount of days. And then I'm going to be home, and then I have a new baby, and then I'm going to sit here, I'm going to stare at my baby, and I'm going to stare at my wife, and... Alright, now I'm going to get back on the road, I'm going to do these indie shows, and I'm going to start drinking with the boys, I'm going to be sitting in the back drinking with Nick Gage, we're going to be partying, we're going to be doing this, we're going to be doing that. And I think Moxley was always a drinker. I mean, that was legit. That's a that's a shoot. And as Double D says, yes, it breaks the cycle in the meetings every day. Yeah. So you're you're you break those routines. And you got to do it long enough so that when you get back to those routines, you don't have that fucking urge. Now, when I fucking stopped, again, I didn't go to rehab. I broke routines myself. I basically said, hey, Catherine, we can't go to these restaurants anymore. We can't go to these functions anymore. We can't do any of this stuff. I mean, you can, sure. But I can't. Because every single one of those things I associate with drinking. So, going to Buffalo Wild Wings, we had a routine. So, back in L.A., we had a, a, a very a very regimen routine. Of going to Buffalo Wild Wings like three times a week. Especially during the football season. Sitting at the high tops. And I would drink, you know, I don't know, whatever fucking high alcohol content IPA shit they put in a 24 ounce monster glass. And I drink like three of them. And then that. Was also supplemented in with going for sushi on Sunday nights. So all of these things were 
were routines. And then I would get done with work. And at 5 o'clock, exactly 5 o'clock, I would drink Lagunitas IPA. And I would drink like the, the fuck, the 8.5%, one. I'd drink a six-pack. I'd be done with that thing and I would be fucking lit. I mean, you want to talk about lit, I'd be fucking lit. And I basically would would do that rinse repeat cycle and I wouldn't go to bed. I would pass out. But everything was predicated off of these routines. And the minute any of these routines came back into play, I would feel that fucking Jonesy feel. You know, my brother-in-law's restaurant up here, when I first moved back here, we would go there, we'd sit at the bar. And this is horrible, I shouldn't even be saying this. Shouldn't be saying this. I mean, the kids weren't with us, so it's not like I'm... Driving fucked up with the kids. But my brother-in-law's restaurant was literally a half a mile from my house. And I could get there by only traveling on the street for maybe 50 yards. And from those 50 yards, I could then cut through... Tim Horton's parking lot, which then would spit me to the other side where my brother-in-law's restaurant was right there. So basically, I knew I could get completely fucking shit-faced and still drive back to the house with not too much fucking issue. Rather, it was crashing or being pulled over by the cops. But when I stopped drinking, I couldn't go to my brother-in-law's restaurant. Done. Couldn't go there. Could not go there. Because I couldn't sit at a fucking table. If I went there and I sat at the bar, I'd have to get a fucking drink. All these things are routine. So I understand what Moxley's going through it's just a matter of how legit is he because if it's a 30-day thing nah you got you you need 90 days to even longer to break those routines that's gonna be tough for him i'm telling you it's gonna be tough because part of those routines are centered around wrestling Part of those routines are centered around wrestling. And that's a fact. I'm going to go in there. And I'm going to fucking take bumps on glass. I'm going to go in there and, you know, do this crazy shit. And then I'm going to fucking drink and get fucked up. Maybe I'll drop some perks, some somas.
and then start the cycle all over again. I get it. I feel for him. But it still doesn't take away the question of, what's going on with the GCW world title? So there, it's not too soon. I'm, I'm, I'm compassionate. I'm equating my own personal story. And I don't think, listen, I don't think GCW and Brett give a fuck. Considering they do shows in backyards. They, I, they don't give a fuck, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give a shit. They're like, eh, whatever. Me, I would be beside myself. I'd be like, what? I'd be like, what? Really? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> now what do we do? I'd be like, bro, before you go to rehab, you got to drop the belt. Uh, you you got to cut a promo. You got to do something. So who knows? Moxley might do that. Maybe Moxley will look into the camera and go, Hey man, uh, I feel really shitty, but I'm going to rehab and I'm not going to be able to defend this belt until I'm going to relinquish it. I'm going to give it up. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you guys have a tournament. I I don't know something like that. See, I'm I'm giving uh, I'm giving I'm giving Brett Lauderdale uh, booking advice over here. We don't need booking advice from you, Grandpa. Stick in you, stay in your own lane, asshole. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. Stay in your own lane, you fuck. You're an asshole. XPW's dead. Nobody cares about it. Fuck you. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Anyways, it's Rob Black's Rob Black Show. All right, listen to me. Rebirth, guys. All right? Do you understand me? Okay. Get tickets. I put out there, you know, every so. It's like sometimes you guys, and I again, I've been, I've been a little more laid back this past week. But I think next week I'll I'll start to I'll, I'll start to crack down on assholes. But I, I put out a, a thing that said, uh, "Hey, front row tickets! You get your you know you you get your your bat. You get all your whatever the fucking you know you get your T-shirt." And I put out a picture of the T-shirt, and one of these assholes goes, "Oh, there's still front row seats left. That's bad." It's like really, bro, really. Got 83 front row seats. Charging $100 a piece for them. Really? Like, really? 
I, I get it. I, I get it. Okay, we suck. I get it. We're not, you know, fucking MLW. Okay, but, you know, if you're going to be an asshole, don't fucking go on to the goddamn group. <laughs> yeah. Don't go on to our group. So I'm going to weed motherfuckers out next week. That annoys me. And and it has nothing to do... Listen, it has nothing to do with free speech. I'm the biggest champion of free speech. You guys know that. Say whatever you want. Go on your own Facebook. Go on your own Twitter. Walk down the street. Scream and yell. Rob Black is a cunt. God bless you. I don't give a fuck. But don't go... To our group. Don't go to our XPW group. And then be a cunt. That's like you're having a party. You know, you have a you know, house party. <laughs> a house party, like we're 12. You know, you have a dinner party. You get 30, 40 people over. And you got, you know, a couple people that are eating. They're like, hey, Rob, how you doing? I just want to tell you that... Uh, this food sucks. Come again? Yeah, this food sucks. Um, and, uh, yeah, your wife's pussy smells like dog shit. Because she's opening her... I mean... <laughs> I don't know. You know? I don't know. But you're like, well, why would you come to my house and tell me about dog shit pussy and my food being bad? Fuck you. Yeah. So that's my only point. I, I Free speech, talk all the shit you want. I don't care. But don't come to our house. So yeah, that kind of annoyed me. Oh, that's not good. Fucking not good. Get the fuck out of here. And truthfully, I could be promoting front row seats and there might not be any left. I don't know. I, I didn't look at front row seats. Tomorrow, tomorrow I got to go to the armory and we got to kind of go over a setup uh, on Sunday. They have a, a fucking reptile show there Saturday. These fucking. Oh, I'm talking to the girl. Um. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 uh. The Reptile Show and also um, the, uh, the, the I don't even know what you call it, the, the black, there's black, I mean, I think there was a couple white women in there, but big, big ass women with G-strings on playing basketball, shaking their asses. So between that and the Reptile Show, I kind of got to figure out the time and shit. So I'm going to look at where the ticket sales are as far as front row. And no, I'm not done. Um, um, was upstate. I mean, you know, listen, I, I, I was looking at pre-sales today. Pre-sales are, you know, in the last, 
three or four days, they kind of like I thought. Rochester's a funny, it's it's a funny little market, man. You know, first off, you got to remember this area is um this this area is used to straight up garbage straight up garbage rochester straight up rochester new york they're used to garbage and 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 the story they're used to garbage so you're retraining People in this market to pay money that's above $12 and to get a product that's better than halfway decent. So you have that. And then you basically have a football Sunday. And I, I'm not going to play into the, uh, you know, the AEW, WWE, Mark Wars of, you know, oh, well, you know, the World Series is on. I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily play into that, but we are in Western New York. And we do have a pretty strong... Football base. That's why Sunday I made it where the show was not at, you know, 1 o'clock. And Buffalo always does their shows at 1. They're always that morning game. Or mid, you know, that afternoon. Whatever you call it on the East Coast. So I always knew there would be that type of obstacle and then I just know Rochester's Rochester and people wait to the last second people wait until you know a few days before an event where they go yeah yeah let's go let's go check it out you know and that's why I had this debate and and listen there is a and I don't want to Sounds shitty. And. It's the difference between what we're trying to create. Versus everybody else. And I don't profess that I'm better than anybody else. I don't want to profess that I'm. I'm you know. Great and better and all that bullshit. Because I'm. I'm not man. You know. I, I, I'm not. You know. We all do our thing. When I started this journey, and I'll, I'll, you know, put a uh, a name with the face. It's all right because you know nobody's hiding anything. When me and Colin would have discussions, he would tell me, "You need to put some local guys on there." I said, "Well, Colin, here's the problem." I go, "I'm putting you on here, and I'm putting you on here because I've known you and you've worked for me." You worked at the head shop. Your your dad lived in my brother's 
vacant storefront. Your dad helped uh, put um, the restaurant hood exhaust system in. But you work for every other local drool. You work $12 fucking shows. So when you tell me I need to put more local talent on, I have to put guys on that are working $10 and $12 shows. Doesn't mean they suck. It doesn't mean they're garbage. It just means that the reality of it is they work on shows where people pay 12 fucking dollars for it. And now I'm going to take them and I'm going to put them on my show and I'm going to say to people, now give me $100 for ringside. And those people will go, why? You've got that guy. You've got this guy. You've got that guy. You've got this guy. You've got nine guys on your show that not only have I seen six times in the last five months, but every one of those shows I pay no more than $10, $12. Matter of fact, some shows I get in for free because some shows don't have a lot of people there. And they just want anybody in there because that person could maybe buy merch. That person could maybe buy a slice of pizza. That person could maybe do something that could generate income. So if that person box at a $10 or $12 ticket, maybe they'll buy a soda for 2 bucks, and we can make something there. Who knows? So not... Booking these guys has nothing to do with, oh, you suck, you're great. It's, well, bro, you just worked on this other Rochester show that was at a bar and the tickets are $12. Or $15. So that's my only type of issue. And Colin's like, yeah, you're right. I go, bro, I, you, you, I go, I make an exception for you and you're such a snob. Some of these places you don't work because you, you're, I don't know, Van Dam or something. And the other places uh, are outside. You know, they're, they're an hour or so away or hour and a half away. And again, it's not me being a cunt. It's just doing business. And it's it's legit business. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. It's not me being a cunt. So... This is home. You know, I've 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 got the 
just everything that I said we were going to do here, we're doing it as far as a foundation. I'm getting the guys. Um, I'm doing a lot of different stuff that needs to be done to create a good foundation. We're doing that. I feel comfortable with what we're doing. Even all the stupid hoops that we're jumping through. You know, ambulances and fucking doctors and ugh, licenses. All this crap that I've had to navigate through. We're on a good place. We're, we're, we're at a good place where now I've gotten in with all of these different places. So now I feel comfortable that if I wanted to run a show three weeks from now and an impromptu and we needed a doctor, we needed an ambulance and we needed to go now, we could do it. So this is home. We'll be here for a while. So some of you that are not happy about it, I don't know what to tell you. Some of you that are happy about it, well, God bless. All right. November 7th, Sunday, Rebirth. Get your goddamn tickets. No joke. Get your tickets. Buy them. It's going to be a great show. I promise you guys are going to be entertained. It's going to be fun. It's going to give you a vibe of old school, I guess you want to call it. I simply call it wrestling for the forgotten fan. Get your tickets, okay? Get your tickets. Rob Black's Rob Black show. And Ando is a good guy. Nick Ando is a good guy. I like Nick. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And the Roku channel will... It's done now. I will have a code for you guys. It's done now. It's not all... All the content's not up. But the first episode of TV's up. And uh, a couple of the older XPW shows are up. I think Free Fall's up. Or no, Fallout's up. Fallout's up. A whole bunch of stuff's up. I think another documentary about moi is up. And tomorrow I'm going to be releasing a music video. So stay tuned for that. And the rest of the tournament schedule. So... Check in. Don't check out. It's Rob Black's Rob Black Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.